Welcome back, everybody. This is Rick Pettigrew with your weekly batch of the top news stories that appeared on Archaeologica. Send us feedback on the Archaeology Channel Facebook page or post a message on our social networking site, Archaeoseek. Excavators in Israel identified an ancient farmstead whose owners apparently abandoned it in the late Hellenistic period, leaving everything in place. Chemical analysis of the adhesive used by the Maya to attach gemstones to teeth appears to show that it actually fights tooth decay. Proteins extracted from burnt eggshells found in early sites indicate that Australians 50,000 years ago gathered and ate the eggs of a giant flightless bird that became extinct soon thereafter. And a groundbreaking LIDAR survey in northern Bolivia reveals complex monumental architecture and well-planned ancient cities in what is now solid Amazon rainforest. The Audio News team would like to thank our friends for helping us continue the show without a break since we started nearly 21 years ago. If you're not already a supporting member, please go to archaeologychannel.org and click on the Donate button. Especially now, we can use all the help we can get. Thanks to you also for supporting our subscription platform, Heritage Broadcasting Service, available at heritagetac.org. We now have 214 titles you can binge upon with your smart TVs on Roku. Please help us spread the word. Again, that link is heritagetac.org. And now, here's Laura Pettigrew with the audio news from Archaeologica. We hope you find this to be a valuable part of your day. Welcome to the audio news from Archaeologica. I'm Laura Pettigrew, and these are the headlines in archaeological and historical news for the week of May 22nd through the 28th, 2022. We start this week in Israel, where archaeologists have unearthed the 2,100-year-old remains of a farmstead that was seemingly abandoned in a hurry. As reported by LiveScience.com, the farmstead came to light as a site known as Horbat Assad, east of the Sea of Galilee, and featured still intact storage jars, as well as weights for weaving looms on a shelf. According to excavation leader and archaeologist Amani Abu Hamid of the Israel Antiquities Authority, the discovery suggests the occupants of the site departed rapidly, possibly fleeing an invasion. Tools at the farmstead have been dated to the 2nd century BC, during the Hellenistic period. During this time, the Seleucid Empire controlled the area before a revolt ushered in the short-lived Hasmonean Kingdom. This conflict is one candidate for the cause of the site's abandonment. Little is known about the daily life during this period, and almost nothing is known about the people who lived at the farmstead. However, the large number of loom weights suggest that weaving was an important task, and the occupants probably kept herds of sheep or goats. The site also contained coins that may reveal a more precise date for the farmstead. Also uncovered during the dig were remains of a substantial Iron Age agricultural settlement from the 10th century BC. Our second story comes from Central America, where a team of Mexican and American researchers have analyzed decorated Maya teeth. As reported by ScienceAlert.com, the ancient Maya once took enormous pride in their teeth, filling and adorning them with jade, turquoise, gold, jet, and hematite gems. The inlays would have lasted a lifetime. However, the decorations may have been utilized for more than purely aesthetic purposes. 
The new research on the cement used to glue gems to Maya teeth has highlighted a few potential hygienic and therapeutic properties. The sealant was incredibly adhesive, and its ingredients have the potential to fight tooth decay and reduce inflammation and infection in the mouth. The rich blend of organic components leads archaeologists to believe that the cement-like substance was not merely used as just a water-repelling glue. Instead, the attachment of small stones to incisors or canines during early childhood might have provided some protection against cavities. The drilling to insert these gems into the tooth was done so precisely it seems to have rarely impacted the pulp of nerves and blood vessels at the center. The ancient teeth analyzed in the study came from three Maya archaeological sites in Guatemala, Belize, and Honduras. Perhaps surprisingly, the individuals who owned the teeth did not appear to be members of the elite. In the sealants used to attach gems to the teeth, researchers identified 150 organic molecules that are commonly found in plant resins. Depending on where the tooth came from on the Yucatan Peninsula, each sealant blend had a slightly different ingredient list, but the main ingredients were largely the same. Most dental cements showed compounds associated with pine tree tar, thought to contain antibacterial-like properties. Two of the eight teeth held remnants of sclerulide, a plant compound with antibacterial and antifungal properties. Essential oils from plants in the mint family were also common in the sealants, suggesting potential anti-inflammatory effects. The findings are not entirely unexpected. Many lines of evidence suggest that the ancient Maya took dental hygiene seriously. People in this civilization regularly polished their teeth, and if decay set in, teeth appear to have been extracted. Maya dentistry was clearly an art form, but the new findings suggest that the extensive use of tooth modifications might have been about more than just beauty. The study was published in the Journal of Archaeological Science Reports. Our third story takes us to Australia, where proteins extracted from fragments of prehistoric eggshell confirm that the continent's earliest humans consumed the eggs of a huge bird that disappeared over 47,000 years ago. As reported by Science Daily, burn marks discovered on scraps of ancient eggshell several years ago suggested the first Australians cooked and ate large eggs from a long-extinct bird, but what species of bird was a matter of debate. Now, an international team, led by scientists from the universities of Cambridge and Turin, have identified the animal on the evolutionary tree by comparing the protein sequences from powdered egg fossils to those found in the genomes of living avian species. According to Matthew Collins from the University of Cambridge's Department of Archaeology, Eggshells are made of mineral crystals that can tightly trap and preserve proteins in harsh environments for millions of years. According to findings published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, the ancient eggs came from Geniornis, a huge flightless bird with tiny wings and massive legs that roamed prehistoric Australia, possibly in flocks. Fossil records show that Geniornis stood over six feet tall, weighed as much as 500 pounds, and laid melon-sized eggs. It was among the Australian megafauna to vanish a few thousand years after humans arrived, suggesting people played a role in its extinction. 
burnt eggshells from the previously unconfirmed species all date to around 50 to 55,000 years ago, not long before Geniornis is thought to have gone extinct, by which time humans had spread across most of the continent. According to Gifford Miller of the University of Colorado, no evidence suggests that humans ate the birds themselves, but they certainly poached the eggs. Burnt remains of their eggs have turned up across the entire continent, suggesting human theft of Geniornis eggs may have contributed to the birds' extinction. The researchers point out that exploitation of the Geniornis egg by the first Australians likely mirrors that of early humans with ostrich eggs, the shells of which have been unearthed at archaeological sites across Africa, dating back at least 100,000 years. Our final story takes us deep into South America, where new technology has provided researchers more insight into ruins in the Amazon rainforest. The Amazon is considered one of the planet's last great wildernesses, but legends have circulated for centuries of lost cities deep within the forests. The search for El Dorado, a supposed gold-rich king, lured Spanish explorers on dangerous expeditions far off the map in search of riches. As recently as the 20th century, British explorer Percy Fawcett searched for what he believed was the lost city of Z before he vanished. As reported by Smithsonian Magazine, a laser-based remote sensing technology known as LIDAR has allowed researchers to digitally deforest the canopy and identify the ancient ruins of a vast urban settlement around Llanos de Mojos in the Bolivian Amazon that was abandoned some 600 years ago. The new images reveal a stronghold of the socially complex Casarabe culture, with urban centers featuring monumental platforms and pyramid architecture. Raised causeways connected suburb-like settlements, which stretched for miles across a landscape that was shaped by a massive water control and distribution system with reservoirs and canals. The site is the most striking discovery to suggest that the Amazon rainforest was heavily populated and often urbanized, prior to contact with Europeans. Settlements with moats and causeways have appeared elsewhere in the ancient Amazon, but the monumental architecture found at Llanos de Mojos stands out. According to Michael Heckenberger of University of Florida, this is the clearest case of a fully urbanized Amazonian landscape. Previous hands-on archaeological work and other remote sensing efforts had revealed hundreds of isolated sites across more than 1,700 square miles of the Llano de Mojos region, including settlements inhabited year-round by the Casarabe, who hunted, fished, and farmed staple crops like maize. Some 600 miles of causeways and canals had also been identified, However, the remote forested area is difficult to explore and the remains difficult to spot, even from the air. The team conducted airborne LIDAR mapping of six different areas for a bird's-eye view of what was the heartland of Bolivia's Casarabe culture between about AD 500 and 1400. The resulting images showed 26 unique sites, including 11 that were previously unknown. Among the 26 sites were two large urban centers, Landivar and Kotoka. They were already known to exist, but the new maps detailed their complexity and vast size. Each is surrounded by rings of moat and rampart fortifications. The sites boast artificial terraces, huge earthen platform buildings, and conical pyramids over 70 feet tall. 
All these impressive civic and ceremonial buildings are also oriented to the north-northwest, which scientists believe reflects a cosmological worldview observed elsewhere at ancient sites in the Amazon. A decade of archaeological work in the region has shown that the Kasarabe culture was distinct, and the region they inhabited was likely an annually flooded savanna with riverside forests, rather than the unbroken forest one finds in the area today. What happened to the Kasarabe and their settlements remains a mystery, but dating at the sites suggests that their occupation ended around 1400, prior to European arrival in the Amazon. Widespread drought may have been the culprit. The team has found huge reservoirs for water storage, which isn't something one would immediately expect in an Amazon region known for plentiful rainfall. Though it faced an unknown end, the culture that thrived here adds to the growing evidence that the Amazon isn't nearly as untouched as commonly portrayed and may not have been heavily forested until recently. Paleoclimate studies have suggested that large swaths of the Amazon, perhaps a fifth, were open savanna environments before Europeans arrived in the Americas. Such an environment would have facilitated the type of landscape engineering that it's increasingly evident was practiced by Amazonians, many of whom likely thrived in urban or suburban settlements with a high level of organization. The Amazonian terrain is challenging to navigate, but LIDAR and other technologies have proven incredibly useful in recent years. However, the relatively low population density of the area in recent centuries means that many artifacts and sites likely remain untouched, an exciting prospect for archaeologists. That wraps up the news for this week. For more stories and daily news updates, visit Archaeologica on the World Wide Web at archaeologica.org, where all the news is history. Also, be sure to check out our new subscription platform, Heritage Broadcasting Service, at heritagetac.org. I'm Laura Pettigrew, and I'll see you next week. This has been the audio news from Archaeologica, presented by the Archaeology Channel. Be sure to check back with us next week for our next edition. You can spread the word about the audio news by clicking on the Share This link on our audio news webpage, or just by telling your friends. Thanks very much for stopping by. Mm-hmm.